for a while I was looking at the possibility of dealing with fathers and then I was convicted we are in the uh, prayer Jesus' prayer to his father and I said what better example would be me than Jesus himself towards his father so I thought I'd just stick with this this morning rather than I'm doing something specific on Father's Day. Um, we ended last week talking about um, uh, Jesus' prayer. Um, we want to look this morning at the fact that Jesus changed or switched from dealing or praying for himself and now he turns to pray for his disciples which is is key and I'd like to read uh, a few verses um, I was going to put it up but I said I'll just somewhat uh, uh, speak from my heart this morning and and uh, rather than, than the putting it on the overhead uh, John chapter 17 beginning at verse 6 and I read from this is the New International Version I have revealed you to those whom you have given to me out of the world they were yours you gave them to me and they have obeyed your word now they know that everything you have given me comes from you for I gave them the word you gave me and they accepted them they know with certainty that I came from you and they believe that you sent me. I want to just stop there for a moment and uh, make a few comments here. I have revealed you, that is the Father, to his disciples. Um, we the first thing I want to know is when I look at verse 6 it takes me back to John chapter 1 verse 18 where it says and I quote no one has ever seen the father but the one and only son who is himself God and is in close relationship with the Father has made him known to you and that is to the disciple so first of all the first thing we see here is the fact that he is praying for his disciples he is letting them know that no one has ever seen the Father but 
the one who came from the Father, who is Jesus Christ. The, the only Son who, him, who is himself God. So we see that not only was he praying to God the Father, but he himself was God. Um, uh, those to those whom you have given to me. In other words, the disciples and all those whom the Father gave to Jesus was from the Father. I'd, I'd like us just to, to look at verse 2 again because this is uh, very important. John 17 verse 2 where he says, For you grant him, that is Jesus, authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Well, we note then that the Father gave us to the Son in order that he may give us eternal life. So, eternal life is in Christ Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's the reason why we need to make sure that we are His. We are willing to be obedient to Him. We, are, we should be open to what He is saying to us. But it goes on to say in verse 6, um, and let me back up in order to, to that it make sense. Uh, I have revealed you to those whom you have given to me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have obeyed your word. That is key. But let's look at the fact that that he was the one who gave them to him and the reason why he gave them gave us to the to, to Jesus so that he might give us eternal life and we really need to recognize that the only way we're going to have eternal life that is through Jesus Christ our Lord he is the one that gives us eternal life it was as a result of his coming into this sinful world, dying where we should have died, making it possible for us to have eternal life. Um, verse 7 says, Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. In other words, Jesus said over and over while he was on the earth that all that he was doing was what the Father he has seen the Father doing. He was, he was obeying the Father. He was doing what the Father wanted him to do. All that he was doing, there was nothing that he did was for his own glory. It was his obedience to the Father. Verse 8 says, For I gave 
them the words you gave me. The words that the Father gave to Jesus. That They are the words that he gave to his disciples and hence on to us. Uh, in which let me just look at it. John chapter 14 verse 24 uh, says, Anyone who does not love me, that is Jesus, will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. And that's why Jesus had a, a problem with the Pharisees and Sadducees because they talked about God the Father but they didn't believe in the Son. And he was quite adamant about this. He told them straight and plain, listen, if you really knew my Father, you would have known me also. But they didn't know the Father. And therefore, they did not accept the Son. So we need to be careful because we can, well, we have a group that is among us today. Jesus is not accepted as God, number one. Uh, they just see him as another prophet. And uh, they don't believe that they are saved as a result of, of what Jesus Christ has done. But they are very dedicated to God. So we don't have to go all the way back to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. We still have them among us today. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. But that is the kind of world we live in. We despise the truth. And it's the truth that sets us free. So... If you reject the truth, then there is no way you can go to God. Because Jesus said to them and to us, He is the way. He is true. He is life. He says, no one comes to the Father unless you come through me. I mean, and when you read words like that, if you are truly so loved to God, how, how could you say, well, I don't need the Son. I can go directly to the Father. And the Word clearly tells us, no one comes to the Father unless the Father draws him. And he draws them through the Son. Because the Son is the true representation of God himself. If not, we would not know what God really was like. But he came into this world to present his uh, father. And as we read earlier, he says, you know, he is the only one who has seen the father. He came down from the father. And uh, this, is, this is something that we as believers in Christ can truly hold on to because he is the only one who could say that. Not only the fact that he came down from the Father, but the fact that he was with God from the beginning. He was God. 
he is God. Okay? And he says that he reminded them that that the Father is the one who gave them to him. Uh, let's uh, continue then. They know with certainty that I came from you, that is from the Father, and they believe that you sent me. Well, again, John chapter 13 verse 3 says, and I quote, Jesus, knowing that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. This is just scriptures to back up what I just said. He is the only one that came from God. The only one who knows the Father and is the only one who was going back to the Father as such. But let's uh, look a little closer at this. In verse John chapter 3 verse 17 it says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So for those who do not accept the fact that Jesus Christ came into this world as Savior, how can they be saved? If you are rejecting the way, the truth, the life. Let's look at verse 9. It says, and I quote, I pray for them. Who is he praying for? He is praying for his disciples. Again, Luke chapter 22 verse 32 says, and I quote, But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have, when you would have uh, turned back, strengthen your brethren. Again, Jesus prayed specifically for Simon. Because remember, it was Simon who said, you know, I don't care what happened. I will always be with you. I'll die for you. And remember Jesus' response to him was, Simon, Simon, before the cock crows three times, you will deny me. Twice. Or three times. Um, so he prayed for individuals as well as for the group. Here he is praying for all of his disciples. Um, and it goes on. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given to me. 
as I indicated, uh, he's talking about the disciples that God has given, had given to him. And not only the disciples, but those of us as well. And, and I, I mentioned this last Sunday, the fact that we, he prayed for all who will trust him as Savior over 2,000 years ago. And for those who have not yet trusted him, he prayed for them. And I don't know about you, but that's amazing to me. And it tells me that we should be doing much more pray, praying for one another and especially those of the household of faith. Verse 10. All I have is yours. Again, Jesus is praying to the Father and he's talking to him. He says, he says to him, all I, all I have is yours and all you have is mine. And glory has come to me, that is to Jesus, through them, that is those who followed him. All I have is yours. In other words, he gave all to his son. Look at John 16 verse 15. All that belong to the Father is mine. That is why I say the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known unto you. Remember when Jesus was uh, leaving? He told his disciples that he was going to send the Holy Spirit who the world could not see or whom the world could not condemn and that he was not going to bring new things but he would bring to mind those things that he had already shared with the disciples. So the Holy Spirit didn't come into this world to bring new doctrine. But he came to convict the world of sin. He came to convict because you cannot uh, be convicted unless you hear the word of God. You, the faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God and then putting it into practice. So we, we note here then, then that the faith that we have comes as a result of our relationship with him. As we look into the word of God and as we focus, the Holy Spirit brings back to our minds the things that we should know. The things that Jesus taught 
But may I encourage you, he cannot and he will not bring to mind things that you did not bother to check out. You, you see what I'm saying? You got to get into the word of God so that when the time comes that you need the word of God, he will bring it back to your memory. All, he says, I have is yours. And all you have is mine. And the glory, or, and glory has come to me through them, through those who listen to the word, obeyed the word, and followed him. I'd like us to also remember something else that God has promised us that he will give his glory to no man and too often we try to take glory for ourselves God bless us with certain gifts and we act as if it's something that we that is ours and not a gift and we 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 have been hearing this from eons ago the, the word that that we we receive whatever gift God gives you when you are born again into the family of God does not belong to you for your glory. It's given to us in order that we help to build up the body of Christ. My gifts are for you. Your gifts are for each other and for me. Whatever they are, and may I say to you, don't don't sit on your gifts. I, I know we can, it's easy to be busy doing stuff, but try to determine what your gifts are so that when you stand before him, you will hear, well done. Because he may have given you two gifts. And if you work with the gift that he gave you, you will probably end up with more than four gifts. You see what, I, you see what I'm saying? When you practice, when you use the gift that he gives you, you get better at it or you, you are in a better position to help others with or help to build up the body of, of Christ. Um, there are some people around Calvary Bible Church they, they don't have to put a penny in your hand but 
they would open their mouth and out of it comes encouragement. And believe it or not, you don't hear a lot about gifts of encouragement. You hear about speaking in tongues. You hear a lot about the preaching gift and all these other gifts. But there are so many gifts that even the gifts, gift of giving. And I told Anne this the other day. Anne, one of Anne's gift is giving. Anne will take the five dollars that she has and try to buy a sandwich for you even if she shares that sandwich with you. She gives. And the problem is, though we tend to feel that, oh, I don't have much to give. God doesn't expect you to give one cent more than you can give. And he knows what you... I didn't you... mean that way, not hmm? I didn't mean that Which way? No, I'm not saying that you said you didn't. I am saying that it is well. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but I mean, I wasn't even thinking of you per se. I'm talking about us as a whole. It isn't the amount of money you have. It is whatever you have, the might. Remember the widow's might. She give the Lord Jesus said she gave more than all who were giving that day because that was all she had and uh, I, 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 I indicated that I, I had to do a presentation in one of the classes this morning and again a young lady that I mean Crystal Underwood is a young lady that goes beyond I mean I I am embarrassed when it comes to Crystal Crystal will ask questions Crystal will do whatever it is that young lady sold over 80 something tickets for the Christian Counseling Center the board members didn't sell but she didn't know I said I'll give her a platform and I went well, I told her, I said, I have something for you. Uh, I'll, I'll bring it on Sunday. And he, 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 she says, what is it? I said, uh, it's a little surprise. About half an hour, she called back to work. But I was seeing someone. So she told Mr. Dudley, tell him, that ain't no surprise. I know what it is. It's more tickets. Tell him, bring it on. <laughs> and when I got up there this morning, she said, the, the tickets, I said, no, Crystal, not tickets. I just want to say thank you for your enthusiasm. And it's a gift. Um, 
and no is she doesn't take no for an answer. She'll ask you this Sunday and next Sunday she'll see you if you didn't buy a ticket. She'll ask you again. Now, one like me, I'm not going to ask you a second time. I'm not going to do it. But we need to recognize what our gifts are. And, and sometimes we, we miss it because we take it for granted. Uh, I, 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 we were at um, uh, the 20, yesterday was the 25th anniversary of, 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 of uh, the AIDS, um, since the AIDS uh, group came in, into being here in Nassau. And I was involved with that. Uh, Helen was involved with it from its from the beginning as well. And someone who I've been working with, I told her, I said, you know something? I said, uh, one of your gifts is the gifts, the gift of help. She said, well, I don't know. I am awfully busy. I'm off. I'm always doing something. You know who was serving at that uh, 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 get together? That particular lady, and I didn't know that she was even involved in that. And I, I, I said to her, and she was the one who was responsible for for putting everything together. And I said, "You believe what I said to you months ago?" And she says, "Oh, this is what you're talking about." This is what she enjoys doing. Uh, the faithfulness every Sunday morning. Those of us who drink coffee and tea here, you don't have to come in here and put it together. She don't have to do that. She could stay home and come the same time the rest of us come and then we look at each other. Okay. And unfortunately, we we don't we don't tell each other about these things as often as we should. We don't encourage. But I just said encouragement is one of those things that we need to do. And there are many in Calgary who have the gift of encouragement. You know. So try to determine what your gifts are so that you can build on it. And I guarantee you, as you build on it, you will find several things. You will enjoy, and your gift is not something that you complain about. You know, you mean I got to go do this again? You do it, and you enjoy doing it. Uh, we have some... Calvary has always been a place where you have people who were good singers. We, 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 we had some good people and I remember one of them uh, was Terry Johnson for me. Terry Johnson, I, I just love to hear him sing. And the last time I visited, well, I usually tell him that, uh, uh, but the last time I went to see him, I, I told him how much I, this but Fred, I can't sing anymore. 
I said, your gift is your gift, my brother, and it's for life. Um, you know, we, 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 it's not for us. That's, that's, it's, it's, it's for the body of Christ. So, and of course, there are times when situations happen and you're not able to, to do what you used to do. But that's all right if you were faithful in doing it while you could. But there are people that I know, if you ask them to do certain things, which is their gift, they complain and complain. But it's their gift. And they don't even know it. Our time is gone. Let me close with this. You could ask me when I finish reading okay. this, okay? Okay, West then. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. And the glory and Glory has come to me through them. We are to bring glory and honor to God. And we do that by doing what he called us to do. We bring honor and glory to God by being obedient, to him and I want you to know that when we are willing to do whatever if he give you a gift use it because he gave it to you for a purpose and that purpose is and I cannot overemphasize this is to bring honor and glory to himself and for the body of Christ. So let us not be weary in well-doing.